Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M, your astrology goddess guide. Um, I've never called myself that before and that just happened to come out. So let's roll with that. Um, thank you for being here. We are episode 15 and thank you for being part of this journey alongside of me. You all know my mission is to empower you to live your most aligned life to the stars um, and to really use the power of the stars to step into your power and your own authority. So uh, without further ado, I would love to talk to you about Scorpio season this episode um, and prep you all things Scorpio season uh, as Scorpio season is upon us from the 24th of October um, and that will happen all the way through till I think it's the 22nd of November, um, could even be the 23rd. Haven't quite uh, double-checked the dates as to when we head into Saggy season. Um, but yes, we'll get to that anyway. <laughs> I feel like I'm always time-hopping and astral traveling as I look at all the energies ahead. Um, but hey, that's what I'm here for. And yeah, so uh, a bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. That way you'll get um, a notification every time that a new episode drops, which I drop episodes every Monday. Um so if you've already subscribed, thank you. I love you. Thank you to all my regular listeners. Uh, and thanks for reaching out as well. If you um, have sent me a message on Insta and just let me know that you've loved the potty. Um, yeah, it's so cool to read your messages and I really, really appreciate them. So keep them coming if you are loving this. Um, and again, like, yeah, I'm trying a couple of new things, but I got some really good feedback from the Libra season episode about how I uh, ran through how that's actually going to be affecting your chart personally, if you know your rising sign. Uh, so I'm going to do the same breakdown with this uh, Scorpio season episode and also break down the Taurus lunar eclipse as well, which is coming up on the 29th uh, of October this Sunday. So um, a couple of other things, I still have uh, the Spark Your Biz retreat, half-day retreat event, um, or Biz Spark Revival, as it's officially called, with my beautiful friend Rosie. Uh, we are going to host you for a half-day retreat to help realign you, to reset, to get you ready, uh, to get your passion and your spark back in your business so you can have the best fucking 2024 yet. Um, so jump on, grab your tickets for that. Um, we are running that on the 5th of November on the Sunshine Coast. So if you are a business owner and that is calling to you, please jump on that because it's going to be so fucking epic and we are going to over deliver so much goodness. Um, and is there anything else that I have to talk about before I jump right into this episode? I don't think so. I think that's all the housekeeping. Um, oh, the other thing, if you do want to, uh, leave a review for the podcast, that would be freaking amazing. Um, again, that helps with the searchability of the podcast so that I can reach more people and spread this message of mine and helping you guys navigate the energies ahead because, hey, we've had a bit of a time. It's been a bit rough. So, um, how are we all feeling? You know, we're right in the center of this eclipse wormhole. We are a few days out from the upcoming lunar eclipse as we build and that moon is building, the energy is building. Um, I noticed that the back end of last week was absolutely wild. Um, and if you listen to my episode of the week before, uh, I did pick up on that. Um, with regards to the energy was still very much uh, volatile. And yeah, for me personally, lots of stuff shifting and changing. So uh, be interesting to see what becomes of all of that. But 
um, yeah, let me know how you've all been feeling and if this is aligning and if the things that um, I've prop- like prepped you on um, in previous episodes, if that's kind of helped you navigate this period or to kind of just bring that awareness and be like, oh, it's fine. I know this. Is, I knew this was going to happen or I knew this was coming up or this area of my life was going to be shaken up a bit. Um, so I hope that has given you a bit of a heads up just so that you're aware and, you know, awareness is key and you can sort of plan accordingly from that. Um, so as of tomorrow, Tuesday, the 24th, uh, we will be hitting Scorpio season. Now that is officially when the sun moves into zero degrees of Scorpio and Scorpio is a really beautiful energy. And I, I think Scorpios and Scorpio energy is very underrated. Um, I personally love Scorpios. I have a Scorpio moon for my partner, Jake, um, and they're just so mysterious. They're allure- alluring. I think that's the word, how you say it, alluring. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say it properly. Um, and I just love their intensity. They've got this penetrative, intense energy. Um, and Scorpio literally rules birth, death, and transformation and rebirth. And it's, you know, it couldn't happen at a better time to think we're having an eclipse. Uh, we had our first eclipse, obviously, Um back on the 15th of October and then that was in Libra season and in Libra and then now we're coming into Scorpio season and we're having a Taurus lunar eclipse in the midst of Scorpio season. Um, Scorpio season kind of is almost like eclipse kind of energy because it is like sometimes you will have to go through the deaths to then go through the rebirth and the transformation and the growth process. Um, So yeah, then having an eclipse thrown in there as well, it's just a potent time. So um, don't fear though because Although whenever we say the word death, um, yes, sometimes that might mean you need to release something, something needs to go, you need to shed something. But know that when you do that, the rebirth and the growth and the transformation that comes of that is actually so phenomenal. So trust that whatever needs to be let go of, it will go. Sometimes it might be painful and that's okay, but the best thing you can do is you can't control everything. And if it's something that's out of your control that suddenly happens or whatever you've just got to loosen your grip and just understand that it's for your highest good even in situations I know it can be tough but that is um yeah the sometimes the reality of not only eclipse season but also Scorpio season so um yeah things that might come up for you around this Scorpio season are themes relating to uh power um control merging with people, coming together um, with others, um, shared resources and um, shared money or being in control of other people's money. Uh, That is Scorpio and that's like the eighth house as well. So those are the kind of themes that we're working with. Um, But I guess the biggest ones are like power, control um, and sexual energy. Um, Scorpio is known for its sexual energy. So... um, yeah, that's that's the kind of overarching themes uh, to expect for this Scorpio season. And I'm going to quickly now break down um, through each of the houses uh, based on your rising, or sorry, through each of the rising signs um, and how your chart is being activated and what part to expect. So um, if you don't know your rising sign, jump on, um, find it. Uh, I will link, there's my little um, 
learn your sun, moon and rising um, course that I have. I'll pop the link on for that for you so that you can literally uh, find out and learn all about um, your sun, moon and your rising as well, uh, which is powerful stuff if you don't already know that. So uh, if you are an Aries rising, you will have this activation of your eighth house. So Aries rising have a, oh my gosh, I don't know if you can hear that and I'm hoping this isn't going to come through, but poor little Daisy's just woken up and she's having a bit of a scream fest down there with Jake. So I'm hoping she's going to settle because it really messes my concentration up. Um, So fingers crossed, pray for us. Um, anyways, Aries rising, uh, they are the starters of the Zodiac. So anyone who is in Aries rising has all of the Zodiac signs in the natural ruled houses. Um, so the eighth house, um, is ruled by Scorpio for you. And yeah, all of the Scorpio themes related to power, money, control, merging with other people, uh, merging of finances, controlling other people's money. Um, you know, having the sun activate this part of your chart can illuminate things related to anything of the like of that. Um, and I guess, yeah, the sun kind of, again, this happens once every year, um, this same time of year for everybody. Um, but obviously activates different parts of your chart based on your rising sign, of course. So, um, yeah, that is a bit of a, a rundown for Aries rising. Um, really pay attention to, yeah, where you may need to go through that transformation process. Something may be hidden as well that needs to come out, uh, be brought to your awareness so that you can transform it and turn it into something magical. Uh, there is this kind of magical energy to Scorpio too. Um, and Scorpios are also quite emotional as well. So I should uh, add that, that, you know, the emotions may also be a little bit heightened as well. And they're also extremely psychic. So um, anyways, went off on a little tangent just there, but that is for you, Aries Rising. Uh, so that will be your eighth house that is going to be activated. If you are a Taurus Rising, your seventh house is going to be activated. This is going to be all coming out in the way of transformation, birth, death, and rebirth in your relationships. Um, and that's your close partnerships, your one-to-one relationships, your romantic partnerships, um, and all issues related to equality, justice, equilibrium. Um, and the sun coming through there and activating that is going to bring all of those to the forefront if you have not already um, had that all come up through Venus retrograde. Uh, this will also bring some stuff up with relationships. And also being Taurus rising, uh, and as we'll touch on it next, you're going to have the lunar eclipse hitting your uh, first house. So again, your identity is going to be at a bit of a shake up and a wake up. Um, but again, it's nothing new because you have been in this energy for two years Um and as a Taurus sun myself, um, anyone who has any um, big Taurus placement, sun, moon or rising, generally are the biggest ones, um, you will have definitely felt over the last two years where the north, and, north node was in Taurus and the south node was in Scorpio. Um, so you would have definitely felt this energy. But this is like a closing out of a cycle for you coming up on Sunday when that lunar eclipse hits. Um, but again, I'll talk more into that as we dive further into this episode. Um, so anyways, Taurus, uh, for the overall theme for the Scorpio season, it's all about relationships for you. Um, now if you are a Gemini rising, your sixth house is going to be activated and it's going to be transformation all around your day-to-day routines, rituals, um, shaking up what needs to, to change, what needs to transform, what needs to go, 
what needs to be renewed, rebirthed. Um, all of those themes are going to be coming up for you if you are a Gemini rising. Uh, if you are a Cancer rising, your fifth house is going to be activated. And basically, this is going to shake up all around your creative self-expression um, and your creativity. Um, also, as well for Cancerians, uh, Cancerian risings that are, that, that are, that is, um, your, the fifth house also rules um, children and sex. So really um, illuminating things around like what brings you joy, um, you know, even taking more pleasure and like it would be a really great time, really good time for sexy time for you, Cancer Risings, um, having Scorpio in your fifth house um, and that being fully activated. And um, the other thing I was going to say with that is, you know, there's that what needs to transform? How can you transform um, maybe it's different emotions and transform it into joy and really bring that um, inner child back into balance and harmony through transformation. Um, so that's for Cancer Risings. For a Leo Rising, uh, this will be activating your fourth house. So this is moi. Um, and so the fourth house is all about home and family. And so what needs to shift and change and transform? Uh, perhaps there needs to be a death, something needs to be rebirthed, um, some kind of growth and transformation in that area of life. Um, and again, for me personally, I know that, yeah, there's there's going to be lots of shifts because, again, I am a Taurus sun and my Taurus sun is obviously opposite my Scorpio fourth house. Um, and I've got Pluto there too. So it's it's a lot of intensity, a lot of depth. So um, not everyone obviously has Pluto in the fourth house or their Taurus sun in the 10th house. 10th house. Um, but, uh, for me as a Leo rising, um, yeah, the fourth house is what's being activated. So home and family. Um, now if you're a Virgo rising, the third house is being activated for you. And so that's all around, um, your communication, your mental, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> your mental, not stimulation, activation, um, your, anyways, it's all, <laughs> oh man I can't even get my words out um but anyways it's all about yeah communication your mental activity I think that's the word I was looking for um and you know thinking and being up in the head very intellectual um is the third house and so basically Scorpio season is going to shake up this part of your third chart and ask you where you need to change transform or shift or um create a death or rebirth in that area of your chart um, if you are a Libra rising, this is ha happening in your second house. And the second house is all about money, values, finances. Um, so if there needs to be any shifting, any transformation taking place, the sun's going to illuminate that for you. So that's what will be coming up for you this Scorpio season. Um, and now if you are a Scorpio rising, uh, this is going to be hitting your first house. And so this is familiar energy for you. This is your season, Scorpio rising. Um, again, you know, you might be really feeling seen in all of your truest expression um, as the sun is activating the first house. And that's all about your identity and, you know, how you present yourself to the world. So this will be a really comfortable energy for you, Scorpio Risings. Um, and this also goes, speaking of just um, if you have any other Scorpio placements, whether it's Scorpio moon or Scorpio sun, um, or even any other planets like Venus or Mercury um, in Scorpio, 
you will definitely feel a bit more comfortable uh, in this season and this energy. Whereas if someone doesn't have any of those personal planets uh, in Scorpio, this energy can sometimes be a bit foreign for them. But having the sun illuminate this um, and open and activate this part of their chart, um, you know, they'll, they still, everyone is still experiencing all of these um, zodiac energies, regardless if they have planets or places, uh, planets or placements in um, Scorpio too. So uh, always remember that. Now, if you are a Saggy rising, so Sagittarius rising, uh, this is hitting your 12th house. So again, um, getting an activation all around um, the unconscious, you know, uh, something the the 12th house is where the secrets might be. So, you know, there might be things that are being illuminated, uh, stuff that you didn't actually see or know um, that was kind of lurking in the shadows. Um, the sun's going to illuminate that part of your chart for you. So um, be aware and pay attention to what is coming up for you. Um, if you are a Capricorn rising, this is hitting your 11th house. And the 11th house is all about um, community. It's all about your aspirations, your dreams, your friendships. Um, it's about activism. And so um, you having this activate or the sun activating this part of your chart is really asking you, like, what needs to shift, change or transform um, in those areas of life? Um, it's also strongly related to your community. So, um, yeah, are you in the right communities? Is there something that needs to shift or change in your communities? Um, yeah, Scorpio energy is really beautiful for that. Um, now, if you're an Aquarius rising, this is activating your 10th house, and this is a great time to be seen um, and really to show off your the depth and the passions that you have. Um, the 10th house rules um, your career, your status, your public image. And so having the sun illuminate the 10th house is really... Um, yeah, a time where you, you're going to be seen um, and there's no hiding. Um, and sometimes Scorpio does want to hide, but when the sun's there, um, it has no choice but to be seen. So, um, yeah, if you're normally a quiet, uh, introverted kind of person as an Aquarius rising, um, perhaps this is a good opportunity for you to to be seen a little bit more and perhaps, yeah, in some of the unique ways that you you present yourself. Um, now, and if you are, finally, if you are a Pisces rising, this is activating your ninth house. And so the sun coming through here might mean that you want to focus a little bit more on uh, perhaps travel. Uh, you might want to focus a little bit more on study or learning, um, learning something big. Um, you know, this happens every, every year as well. So, um, yeah, pay attention to like, if there's anything that's come up from, you know, last, last, uh, last year in Scorpio season. Um, and this goes for not only just Pisces rising, but everyone here as well. Like we obviously have the sun move through Scorpio once per year, every year. So it's not like it's a rare, rare thing. Um, but obviously it's only for one month of the year that that part of your chart is activated. Um, and obviously it can be activated. This is, I'm just speaking solely on the sun, um, other planets and things pass through as well and continue to activate those parts. So, um, <clears throat> that was kind of a broad statement there. Ooh, my throat is kind of getting a bit <laughs> Um, so anyway, so, uh, yeah, Pisces, uh, be aware you might want to all of a sudden feel like you want to travel or, um, yeah, study or learn more or have kind of different cultural experiences. Um, so that's the breakdown, um, of how things for, <clears throat> uh, are going to affect you personally based on your rising sign for Scorpio season. And again, Scorpio season is from the 24th of October till about the 22nd or 23rd of November. Okay, <clears throat> oh, I'm just going to have a quick little drink. 
poor little Daisy still down there. Jake's trying to comfort her. Um, and this is the second time I've tried to do the podcast today. I already got halfway through and it literally was probably about the same point where I got to this time that Daisy woke up as well today. And I was like, oh, that's okay. And I was going to try and merge and finish off and do it together and like merge two things. But I was like, oh, it's too complicated. I don't know how to do it. I'm just going to fully re-record it. And now we're just, we're going through and it's, it's hard, but I know she's in good hands with daddy. Um, so she will slowly settle and go back to sleep, I am sure. So uh, the next thing uh, that we want to talk about and discuss that is coming up uh, right in the middle of Scorpio season, well, at the start of Scorpio season, uh, is this Taurus lunar eclipse. It's a partial lunar eclipse. Um, so this is where the um, the moon is being blocked or shadowed by earth and so the moon as it's normally full kind of has like a shadow um it's only partial so it's not fully eclipsed um but again the energy is still there and it's uh jupiter is involved with this moon as it is in porous and uh, that always expands and makes things a lot bigger than um yeah a normal kind of full moon and then chuck in an eclipse it's a big one guys and we're closing out a cycle of like two years so it's um been a real big time so yeah uh with this Taurus, sorry i'm just going back through my notes and my little notebook here just so i don't forget any juicy details on that so i feel like i've like spoken about this on a few different times and occasions but um always nice as i yeah do the the forecast to to go back and do that as it's coming a bit closer now. Uh, we're a week out from that. Um, so this uh, lunar eclipse is happening on the 29th of October, five degrees of Taurus. Now, the ruler of this eclipse is Venus. And um, yeah, it's this eclipse, as I mentioned, is also conjuncting Jupiter. And so again, it's a big one. It's expanded. It's you know, really closing out this cycle with a bang. Um, so if we think back to the start of this cycle where the North Node was in Taurus and the South Node was in Scorpio, was on December the 23rd, 2021, um, all the way until the 13th of July of this year, 2023, uh, this moon is actually closing out uh, this whole cycle of two and a bit, uh, 18 months, really. Um, and it also closes out a full cycle um, that, you know, also you tune back into um, 2014 was when the other node axis was opposite where the north node was in Scorpio and the south node was in Taurus. Um, and that's really completing that uh, 2014 cycle all the way till now. So, um, yeah, really big closing out time. Um, and this really is going to just finally give one last little shake up, one last little bit of release. Um, anything kind of reforming is all about release and shedding and illuminating things in the shadows um, and throw an eclipse season and throw it in uh, Scorpio season. If something hasn't come up already uh, with the other eclipse, uh, this eclipse is also going to, you know, really bring something up to help you with your, um, you know, guiding North Star, the North Node, or the North Node was in Taurus. It's obviously now moved into Aries um, as of the 13th of July this year. However, so this is what we call an out of um, season eclipse or like an out of nodal eclipse um and again it that still means it's got potency and yeah it's just a closing out of a season and a cycle um so things to kind of have in mind for this moon on uh sunday we're in the energy right now of building and anything with a full moon as that moon builds the energy 
is intense. So, um, you know, be gentle on yourself, really just take it easy. Uh, I don't know about you, but everyone I'm speaking to is just feeling really tired. Um, so rest if you need to, really ground and just take time to um, really just be present uh, with what's coming up and just really grounded in your energy. Um, again, be mindful of your conversations. Uh, Mars is conjunct Mercury. Um, which is opposing this moon. Uh, so there's going to be tensions with regards to wanting to say things uh, that may potentially uh, when Mars and Mercury come together in Scorpio, um, Scorpio can have a bit of a sting. So uh, there could be confrontation. So really be mindful of your words here. Um, you know, things might be blown up out of proportion as well because it's opposite Jupiter. Um, so again, just be really mindful of um your words and not perhaps, you know, it's now's not the time to go out and kind of give some constructive criticism because it won't be taken well. Um, it can be really quite deep uh, with what you're saying. Your words can be really potent and really um, they can be hurtful if they're not nice words. So um, just be mindful of that and perhaps bite your tongue if you need to. Obviously, you know, if things need to be aired and truths need to come out, that's a different thing. Um, but just know that, yeah, the way in which you communicate, just really kind of think before you speak. Um, that's one uh, little practical piece of advice for um, that move. Um, and the other thing as well is the money is going to come up around um, this eclipse as well. And there's going to be, you know, like if we're kind of looking back as to what these other um, Taurus eclipses have brought up for us, there's been shifts in the finance, the stock markets, finance, the finance, money, finances, the stock markets. Um, even looking at um, in this nodal cycle, we literally had, um, you know, all these kind of food shortages, our resources, all the the food prices have all gone up. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see what happens, whether there's another price hike. Um, I'm hoping not because cost of living is pretty uh, crazy, but, you know, it could push inflation up that little bit more. But just know that this is the last um, part of this cycle. Um, there's still, you know, quite a bit of Taurian energy about having both Jupiter and Uranus um, there as well, um, which will continue on as well into 2024. Um but, yeah, that those will be some of the themes. And, again, um, yeah, think back to what's been coming up for you the last 18 months. This is like a closing out of that cycle um, and really breaking some really solid patterns and, um, like, limiting stories and beliefs around money and your values and things like that. So pay attention to um, all of the things that are coming up, you know, across this this week. Oh my gosh, Daisy's still going. This is quite challenging to record and witness that. Um, poor little Baba. I don't know. She, I don't know. It's just one of those times where she don't want to sleep and that's, that happens. Um, but I know that Jakey Bear has got her. Um, now, what else did I want to speak about? Oh yes. Uh, breaking down the houses for the Horus Eclipse. So uh, if you are in Aries rising, this is activating your second house. So you'll notice uh, as well that Taurus and Scorpio are directly opposite each other in the Zodiac um, wheel. Um, and so, yeah, they're the opposites of each other. So um, there's really interesting dynamics coming up, obviously, as we're in Scorpio season as to what's coming up and what areas of your chart are being activated. And also the opposite is going to be activated with this um, eclipse as well. So 
Uh, with that being said, Aries rising, this is activating your second house. So all things related to money, finances, um, your values, and really closing out something that has been prevalent and present for the last 18 months. Uh, porous risings, uh, this for you has been probably a very big time, as I mentioned before, um, in terms of your identity and who you're showing up to be and putting yourself out to the world. Um, so this is really closing off this cycle. If there's any last lessons or things that need to come to surface to be released, uh, this will happen. Again, I also should preface and remind you guys, uh, with a eclipse, full moon, um, I personally don't go charge my crystals or do anything. Again, this is one of those moons where, um, you know, we just kind of surrender to the karmic fate that needs to um, come to play. And, yeah, I personally don't do any um, rituals uh, on eclipses. But, again, if you feel called to and it feels like good energy for you to do that, then please honour um, what is coming up for you there. But I just also wanted to preface that. Um, now, if you are a Gemini rising, this is activating your 12th house. And, again, um, you know, there's it's probably been quite a tough time, um, a bit of hidden things, especially if you had any planets or placements uh, in Taurus, um, you would have felt that more strongly. But it's kind of been this real time of, you know, things coming up that have been hidden and concealed in the underworld and perhaps even a time where you've come closer to spirituality um, and really kind of acknowledge the fact that there's more to this earthly plane than what we think and that, um, yeah, there's kind of there's other dimensions and realms out there. So um, those will be the themes that uh, would have been activated and brought up for you as a Gemini rising. Uh, Cancer rising, it is the 11th house that is being activated for you by this Taurus lunar eclipse. And again, this is going to be things all related to your communities, uh, your goals, your friends, um, your friendships. And, um, you know, things related to humanitarianism and activism uh, will all be coming up for you under this moon. And again, it's just a closing out of this cycle. And it means business. It's closing out with a bang, guys. <laughs> uh, so Leo rising again. This is me. Uh, this is happening in my 10th house. And I have my son in the 10th house and it is my chart ruler. So uh, this time has been a fucking time for me uh, across these 18 months. Uh, so it's going to be nice to close out this cycle because I know I've had so much growth and it's been amazing, um, but for the 10th house, uh, it's all about our public image, our status, um, who we're being seen um, as in terms of our, uh, in the public eye. Um, and yeah, things related to career and your authority um, as well is also really being illuminated here. Um, if you're a Virgo rising, the ninth house is being activated for you. And now the ninth house has all been around wake-ups and shake-ups about uh, study, travel, um, perhaps even long-term travel. Perhaps you've felt called to do longer trips, uh, whether that's overseas trips or, you know, even living abroad as well, if there were sudden shifts and changes with regards to, um, oh, pardon me, with that for uh, you as a Virgo rising, again, whatever uh, needs to be closed out, released and shift, shifted um, in regards to those areas uh, will definitely uh, be closing a chapter for you there. Um, Libra rising, this is activating your eighth house. And again, the eighth house is really um, all things that are hidden, concealed. It's that Scorpio ruled house. So, um, you know, all things taboo, the merging of money, um, with others, emerging of resources and sharing of resources um, and coming together 
um, in or merging, yeah, with with other people. Um, so that's been really activated for you. Um, and again, there's that real transformative energy um, that's been happening too. So if you're a Scorpio rising, this has been activating your seventh house. And again, your relationships have all had a bit of a wake up, shake up across the last 18 months. And this is just finally closing out that cycle. Um, and so, yeah, if you're in a relationship, um, be interesting to see how you've navigated that period, whether there's been shakeups within your relationship. Um, if you were single, perhaps this could have brought um, towards or got you a partner in this time. Um, but again, if you are single and you are a Scorpio rising and this was activating your seventh house, um, perhaps you just needed to shift a few things in order to call in um, your dream partner and just be aware that this moon can close out and, you know, if you did the work and you did all the things, after that, that partner can now come through um, as well. So um, bear that in mind. Obviously, there's a lot more that waits into that based on your chart. That's just a very generic um thing based on you being a Scorpio rising. Um, now, Sagittarius rising, this is activating your sixth house. So you've had all shakeups around your day-to-day routines, your rituals, your health. Um, your work as well has been shaken up a little bit here across these last 18 months. Um, Capricorn rising, this has been activating your fifth house of creative self-expression, um, your inner child house, uh, your house of joy um, and fun. And yeah, you might have had a bit of a uh, a shake up with you know your values around what equates to fun and joy and what brings your inner child joy so um that is what's coming up for you uh aquarius rising this is activating your fourth house this is your home and family um again this eclipse season may have brought a lot of change you may have looked um to move and it might have been the best thing you've done because it's north node um or you know there might have just been changes in your home and family dynamics um so that is for Aquarius rising. And finally, for Pisces rising, uh, this is activating your third house. And the third house is all about your communication, your message, um, your mental activation uh, or stimulation or your mental activity. Um, and so, yeah, have you been all up in your head? Uh, did things need to shift and change? Um, that's the type of energy here for that. So um, that's the the rundown of everything. And I think this is going to be a longer episode than normal, um, but that's okay. These uh, Scorpio or like these season episodes normally are to give you the over um, view and themes of the month ahead. Um, and I'll finally just finish off by um, just giving you guys a couple of other little bits of advice uh, of little transits that are happening across uh, this week until next Monday. Um, so we have the sun as soon as it uh, enters Scorpio um, on the 24th, it makes a beautiful trine to Saturn. So all of this hard work that we've been doing um, in terms of letting go and completing because Saturn is in Pisces uh, and Saturn's just about to go direct as well. It's slowing down, it's stationing at zero degrees um, and that is really giving us this permission to just kind of have this insight as to what needs to be changed and transformed and what work and hard work we've done and how it's paid off for us as well uh, can come up. So that's going to be a really nice um, little aspect as soon as we start Scorpio season. Um, then on the 29th, uh, which is the day that the eclipse 
uh, happens. Uh, we have Mars opposing Jupiter. And I also um, feel with this, this is where we have this choice around Mars being the warrior, the god of war, and Jupiter being that of peace and um, harmony. And so what are we going to choose when there's the balance or this is um, opposing each other? It's like there's a balance and it's like, do we slide one side too far and go into war or do we create the harmony and the balance? So uh, on a collective level, it's going to be interesting to see how the actual eclipse plays out uh, and what bearing it has on, you know, the collective uh, state of the world right now. Uh, as we spoke about, you know, with what's going on over um in Israel and Palestine. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, there could be, yeah, definitely maybe hopefully more harmony happening, but um, could go the other way as well. And it could lead to, um, yeah, perhaps more um, war and, you know, more retaliation and all things related to that. Um, and then on the 30th as well, Mars has its direct conjunction with Mercury. And again, as I spoke um about this is the time where you kind of just want to bite your tongue. It's happening in Scorpio. Um, so you kind of just want to bite your tongue a little bit because Mars is um, in its natural ruler of Scorpio, but Mercury is here and, you know, sometimes the Scorpio energy has a bit of a sting to it. So Mars might make you say things that perhaps you didn't uh, necessarily mean or it came off a little bit uh, stingy, but I think with that type of energy, it's actually the truth. Um, but just know that the truth doesn't necessarily have to sting or hurt. Um, and there are nicer ways to deliver it. So just be careful with your words um, across that period. Um, and then, yeah, we basically are still in eclipse season. Um, even after this Taurus eclipse happens on the 29th, uh, the official close of the eclipse portal will be on the 13th where of November where we have the Scorpio new moon. And I will speak uh, into that as we get closer to that. But that's a bit of a, a prep and a bit of a thing as to what's coming up for you guys. So I hope you loved this. I hope you got what you needed from it. I hope that you are expecting the unexpected uh, for this next eclipse. Um, I know the energy has been wild. It actually feels like fucking 10 years since we had that uh, solar eclipse uh, in Libra. Um, as I mentioned, that's been a time for me. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, as we have this next eclipse, what that brings up as well or what closes out uh, because that's a closing of a cycle. So all of my best lovelies. I hope that you are navigating this time. Again, always remember, stay grounded. That's literally as easy as just putting your bare feet on the earth. Um, again, uh, if you're feeling called, I always love to go to the beach and just cleanse in the water. Um, that is so healing for me and just helps me connect to everything. Um, and the other thing as well, just, yeah, slow down a little bit. It's okay if you're feeling tired. There's lots of energy that we're all integrating as eclipses really are like an activation for us all. Um, it's like a upheaval and yeah, really strong integration time. So be gentle on yourself. Take it easy. Uh, if you're tired, rest, you know, um, eclipses, you don't have to force things, just surrender because the eclipses will make sure things happen for you. Um, that's, that's the the biggest piece of advice here. Just surrender, which is really fucking hard, I know. But, um, you know, you'll thank yourself for it because, yeah, whatever comes up, you can't change it. You can't control it. Um, there's, yeah, 
this is karmic. <laughs> this is fated, guys. So, um, yes, we have free will, of course. Um, but know that if you resist things, sometimes that can uh, not go uh, to the best plan either. So bear that in mind. Anyways, my loves, I will speak to you all next Monday. I am so grateful uh, that you've been here and you are loving the podcast. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for being here. Love you all so much. I'll speak to you on Monday. Bye.